Broadcasting from Denver, Colorado, and speaking with people across the globe, you're listening to the Joyful Living podcast series. I am your host, Greg Gonzalez, founder of Joyful Living LLC, whose mission is to show how conscious connection is the key to lasting and permanent joy. This new season brings a focus to the This Is Me guided vocal journaling program. We have assembled a wide variety of interviews from all corners of the world to share in their experiences of this unique but powerful practice of mindfulness and self-care. Listen as my participants share their personal and heartfelt stories of joy, happiness, love, and peace, as well as discussing the power of journaling. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Hello and welcome again to the Joyful Living podcast series. I am your host, Greg, and I am thrilled to be joined by my good friend, Carlin, who is going to go through a little sampling of the This Is Me Guided Vocal Journaling program. Hey, Carlin, how you doing? I am fantastic and so happy to be here. It's wonderful to have you. Uh, Carlin and I have known each other for a while, but we've kind of gone a little bit of a distance here, obviously, with COVID and distance and all, but you actually have completely relocated across the country that I kind of knew you had moved away, but can you tell us where you're at now and what you're up to? I am currently calling St. Petersburg, Florida home. Ooh. I know, right? Uh, I, I like to say that I'm living in a slice of paradise. So um, <laughs> as much as I love the mountains, I've known for a little while that my heart was calling me back to the water. I'd lived in uh, San Diego for many years and on the beach in mm-hmm. North Carolina and uh, after this last year I experienced what it was like to to get back to the ocean and here I am. That's so great and you have family out there right? I do my mom lives four hours south on the Atlantic side I'm on the Gulf side uh, okay. in Delray Beach and um and I just grew up always coming to Florida. My grandparents lived in Florida, so we didn't vacation really as kids. We just came because <laughs> you were already there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it's just very familiar to be back here. And I grew up on the East Coast, so now I'm in driving distance. My dad lives. Uh, I don't know how far away it is exactly, but Greenville, South Carolina, where I grew up. And it's just fun to be back on this time zone. Mm-hmm. To be able to check just the little things, you know. So we right. I do have hurricane season around the corner, so that's going to be a little interesting. But I'm happy where I live, so if I'm having to hunker down, it's all good. Sure, sure. <laughs> I thought, well, there's worse places to be than beachside right now. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I have a lot of contacts in the Tampa area, and just every time I see pictures and like you got to come down once things clear up, it's like okay, that's where I'm going because it just looks too nice. It looks it's so beautiful. Actually, white sand beaches here i'd never spent time on the gulf on the gulf side the water is very calm it's not waves uh the seashells here are incredible like i went seashell collecting the other day and just found like massive intact shells even like there's tons of little shells Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. i was surprised because on the uh, on the pacific side where i lived with san diego it's a bigger it's a bigger body of water the currents are a lot colder from coming down from alaska as opposed to up from south america and there's tons of seaweed on the beach because the, the whales migrate so here it's like this whole other vibe it's like bath wow. water and there's no like, big <laughs> waves to to like worry about and it's just peaceful you know so I hope i'm selling you on it because it's actually a really good place to come visit 
Are, are you working for uh, like the Department of Tourism right? or something? You, you, you should. Actually, I don't want to tell that many people about it because I want to keep it as 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 like non-touristy, you know. Okay, so yeah. don't don't tell. Yeah, yeah, don't don't spread the word about how beautiful it is there. Um, well, I'm so thrilled to have you here. It's so good to see you and hear your voice. And um, uh, thank you for participating in in what we're going to talk about today. So. I want to lead off with just a quick question as far as your experience with journaling. Is it something that you have experience doing? Is it something that you practice regularly? Um, just what's your, what's, your, what's your take on journaling? Well, I have a, a, two, a couple of ways. I'm the girl that I like to call, I have a graveyard of notebooks. So there are all these notebooks <laughs> that someone's gifted me or if I purchased a target in the aisle when I was like, oh, well, this is the book I'm going to start writing in. It's right, right. an orange cover, you know? So I have a graveyard <laughs> of like books with like five pages filled. So writing as a journal has always been, um, I've always had a little bit of, I don't want to say resistance to it, but uh, at a time in my life when I did the artist way back in 2009, that got me Great a little book. more into journaling because I was doing my morning pages. Mm -hmm. But with the invention of the iPhone and the voice memo feature, I find myself doing more voice memos to myself um, or actually just pulling out my notes on my phone and quickly jotting down something as opposed to like dedicating time. I'm mm -hmm. more in inspiration. I'll want to record something. And, um, and, and then I joke that, you know, thank God for Facebook memories, because over the years, <laughs> I have not been quiet on social media. And a lot of times I will just, you know, share what I'm doing or share a thought that I'm having. And what I've noticed, it's been fun to go back and look because I can see, you know, where I've grown or actually yeah. where I've, where I haven't changed actually, even more importantly, and then just little things that I did. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I bumped into this person at the airport that one time in Houston. Like, that's a cool thing I did, but I completely mm -hmm. forgot about it. So I'm glad that I've shared as much as I have over the years because it just triggers a lot of memories. And then it's something that I can actually choose to elaborate on in a current post even. So there's actually like content that I can, that I've created in the past that I can repurpose now, but share it from a different perspective. So right. to me, that's kind of the journaling. And, um, and you know, I get really deep in thought when I'm on walks and when I go for runs and it's kind of, sometimes it's just regurgitated information in my head. But again, that's the stuff that I might stop and go, okay, I need to write this down in my phone. Mm -hmm. I love that you don't classify journaling necessarily as sitting down and taking a pen and writing it in a, in a book. Like it, it really can take on a lot of different components of journal-like experiences, whether it's a post, whether it's using your voice in a voice recorder, um, making, you know, jotting things down in your phone. I think that it's just the whole expression of taking your thoughts and energies and putting it down and memorializing it mm -hmm. somehow, some way. Um, and that's really so much of the energy that I'm trying to convey. I'm not trying to dissuade people from journaling. I want people to continue that. But I think that, like you said, we're, 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 we're constantly on the go. We're, we're going for walks. We're going for runs. We're doing things. We're busy. But things, inspiration comes to us at random times. And it's like, okay, I want to capture it in that moment. And for some people, when they sit down to intentionally journal, those messages and those inspirations are hard to come by sometimes when you're when you're searching for it so 
I think that um, how you capture it is just as important as just making the time to do it. It doesn't matter how you do it. I think just making the effort to be aware and to uh, memorialize it in your own way. And it sounds like you definitely do that. I kind of look at it as like a learning style. So some people sit down and read a book and retain the information. I'm someone that always read books and absolutely loved the process of being with the story. But as soon as I was done with the book and put it down, I, there's no, I couldn't tell you what I read. However, mm. when Audible came out and I started listening to the story, I feel like I'm actually engaged with the characters and I can finish that book and tell you what the characters said as if I had a conversation with them and I retain the story. So there's something to do with listening and, and the voice that actually is just a part of my learning mechanism, which mm -hmm. I think is a part of why speaking my thoughts um, and hearing them is just what comes more naturally to me. Well, and you're perfectly segueing into what we're doing here because I think the whole energy of guided vocal journaling for me is to allow people to express themselves vocally, mm -hmm. to speak their answers to these questions that really you could, you could go through on your own if I were to send you questions to write in a book, it would be guided. But I think that there's a different energy and resonance when your voice is being used to answer it. And even more so when you're in connection with someone. You know, it's one thing to look at a question and then answer it into a microphone that you capture yourself. But when you're having a conversation with someone in dialogue who is present for you and engaged with you and is connecting with you on a different level, I just find that the answers that come out for people, I think for, in a lot of ways, it shocks themselves. They shock, you know, the, the fact that like, I didn't know I had it in me and that we're able to capture that and memorialize it in a very meaningful way to let your voice do the writing for you is really powerful because you'll get the audio recording to go back and listen to kind of like your own little podcast but then also you have the pages to go back and see what you created and read it and see the energy of your voice coming out off the page. So to me, brilliant. Yeah. That's something that I just, I love being able to, to provide for people. Cause I think for a lot of people, it's just lack of time, lack of discipline. They'll do, you know, I'll, I'll purchase a brand new journal. I'm going to write in it. I swear I'm going to dedicate myself. And it's just, I don't know what I'm going to write. I have nothing to say. And this is just more engaging, you know, it's well, more. I joke because, you know, I've, I've shared this concept with friends over and my parents. My mom's like, why don't you just sit down and record your stories? And I go, because I'm really good at talking to others. I really suck at talking to myself. Okay? <laughs> like, it's, it's just a different a, energy. It's just as it's simple different. as that. Like I can yeah. stare at myself in a Zoom and I'm, I'm not, you know, probing myself to go deeper on anything. And yeah. it feels really, it's just like you said, it's an energy exchange. Like it just feels... It, it just feels weird to me to sit by myself and, and talk to many people that comes more, that comes naturally because they're channeling sure. in a different way. I channel better when I know it, and it doesn't have to be even engagement back and forth, just knowing I'm sharing with somebody, even if I'm just standing in front of a room and no one's asking me a question, it exactly. still comes out differently because I get to see their facial expressions. I get to just see how they respond and, I, it's it's just like you said it's just energy so especially recording with you speaking on zoom again and seeing you as opposed to even talking on the phone 
totally. and recording, which is, is effective as well. I mean, there's a lot of apps out there that let you record on the phone, but yep. I even, I just am a big believer again in the exchange of energy, like looking at somebody. I use the example of comparing, sending you the questions ahead of time for you to journal on your own um, as like a, a cell phone. So I send you the questions ahead of time for you to write that's about one to two bars on your cell phone. So we're in connection, but it's kind of guided, but you're doing it on your own. So it's about one to two bars. If we just did a phone call or we did a, a, a call where it's just audio and we're not seeing each other, but we're in connection that way, we've just added a couple more bars. So we've got a pretty good, strong connection in the exchange. When we're doing Zoom and we can see each other, Granted, it's not the same as being face-to-face -face in the same room, but I think that when you can see somebody and they can see you asking the question and being engaged and making the eye contact and you can see body language, to me, that's full bars. That's like we have a full, strong connection. Great, and great. and the, content, yeah. the content, just the answers, everything is just so much more vivid, I think. And uh, having experimented with all three, I can say for a fact, doing it this way, through a Zoom video call, capturing the audio, doing the transcripts, like it all fits in terms of what you're eventually creating and producing. Well, I'm excited to see where we go with this. I am too. Um, so Carlin is very much about living a joyful life. I love that her approach towards life is one about choosing to making the right decisions for herself and just saying, you know what, regardless of what's going on in the world, I'm going to live my best and most joyful life. And so we're gonna focus on questions that really center around this theme I'd like to think of as just rediscovering you. Mm -hmm. But these are questions about joy and peace and um, uh, really just living the best life you can. So let's start. First question, how would you define or explain joy to a young child? Mm. Well, First, I'd hand him a bottle of bubbles. Ooh, okay. and, I would, and I would say, how do you feel when you blow bubbles? How do you feel when I blow bubbles and you get to jump and catch them and try and pop them? That is joy. Um, have you ever blown bubbles with a child and have them get upset? It, it just doesn't happen. I carry bubbles with me in my purse, actually, pretty much at all times because I know I can shift the energy wherever I am, especially with my friend's kids when they're acting out and they need a little helping hand. I can just take them away and I'm like, let me give them some joy in their life. <laughs> so, you know, the way I would explain it to a child is that feeling you get of, um, it's a combination of happiness. It's a combination, it's like a happiness meets this no fear meets, um, the love that you're extending as well as the love that you receive. And it's kind of this, um, and you're very, I, I don't know if you can explain to a child what it means to be in the present moment because they're mm -hmm. sometimes just all over the place, but it's this idea of that you're so present, you're not thinking about anything else. You're just being, you know, you get to be you, you get to be, you get to show up as you and don't worry, no one's going to make fun of you. And, you know, it's not your job to make fun of anybody else. Like we're all just here and we want to be happy. And what can you do to contribute to this happiness? Because guess what? 
It's going to make you happy when you make somebody else happy. And that's, that's this joy that you get to create. That's why I look at bubbles as this amazing metaphor, because not only does it feel good to blow the bubbles, but you're making other people smile. And so it's this like circulation of joy. Yeah. Everybody benefits. Everyone benefits. That's a great idea. Everybody should just keep a bottle of bubbles I'll, in their pocket. I'll, just... I'll, I'll send you the link. I did a, I did a talk. Um, I did an Ignite Denver talk. Um, and it's uh, bubbles make everything better. Send me that because I'll put that in the liner notes yeah. for others to yeah. look at too. That would be so great. In what ways do you show gratitude each day? Oh, gosh. Well, it depends how I've decided to creatively create my day because I can show gratitude staying at home by myself and then I can show gratitude being out in the world. Um, so with myself, um, you know, ebb and flow on the gratitude, but I'm always reflecting, at least now, you know, there's been times in my life where I've struggled with the gratitude, but if you're talking Carlin 2.0 from the last 10 months, it's like every day I've just been waking up going, I am so grateful I listened to my heart and I did this. Like there's, it's just every day, I've just been proud of myself and just grateful that I didn't give in to the what ifs and I didn't give in to the fear and I didn't give in to the, I don't deserve this and I'm not worthy of it or wondering what other people would think. I just did it. And the more I have said yes, the more life has shown up for me. So I just have complete gratitude around Thank you, universe. Thank you for hugging me back. Thank you for seeing the hard work that I'm doing in this surrender space. And I'm safe. Like you're showing me I'm safe in this surrender space. Well, it's going to keep, it's going to make me just want to keep surrendering. You know, like it's, yeah. a, it's almost like a, a high I can create for myself. And then out in the world, I mean, my goodness, you know, I, like I just gave a friend a birthday card this morning and I've only known her two weeks. And I just said, you know, thank you for being a gift in the world. And thank you so much for giving me somebody that I can say happy birthday to them within such a short period of time of living here because of your friendship that you've bestowed upon me in such a short time. Like saying, giving someone a gift for their birthday comes with only if you've built a connection really that's gonna inspire you to give somebody a birthday present. So just the fact that I got to think about her yesterday, see something that caught my eye, as opposed to, oh my God, I need to get her a present. But let's right. just be in that space of, oh, I, I wanna give her a birthday present and then see the joy in her eyes. So there's like gratitude around simple things like that, as well as just being out and about in the world and just smiling at people and you know thanking them. I'm a big fan of please and thank you. And I'm very often correcting people when they don't say please. Like even as adults, I might speak to them like they're children, like, uh, please, you know, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I'm like, didn't your mama teach you manners? So um, I'm just a big please and thank you. And um, like, I want people to, to recognize their contribution and so I feel like when you can share gratitude with somebody for the way they're showing up, it's just reinforcing them to know that they make a difference. And so it's just little things like someone brings you dinner. Oh my God, thank you so much. I have so much gratitude for you, you know, or the, even just the woman that does your nails. Oh my God, they look great. Thank you so much. You know, so mm -hmm. there's just gratitude in the simple things. Yep. Yeah. That's perfect. 
So knowing what you know now, what advice would you give yourself five years ago? Oh God, so much. Um, I mean, let's go back 20 years ago. I mean, it started so long ago. Right? <laughs> give myself this advice. Let's be, I, somehow I was born questioning things to a degree. And now I've only just unlearned everything I've questioned over the years, you know, especially actually in the last five years. So what would I tell myself? Well, to start, it would please stop being so hard on yourself. Please stop beating yourself up that you don't fit in because you're not supposed to fit in. Um, please stop comparing yourself to, you know, the success of others because now I fully see it as we are all, every single one of us is on our own divine path and our paths might intersect and we might, you know, spearhead each other in, in directions, but we're not meant to, to be that path. We're meant to be our own path. And that took me a while to really um, understand my value and, and what I contribute. And so uh, I compromised myself in a lot of ways in my past. And the compromising creates, you know, this fitting into a box, which creates the anxiety, which creates the depression or, you know, sometimes it was more anxiety. It was just this, you know, outside my body feeling, you know, um, and just trying to be heard and understood. I was, I've, I've done a lot of proving, you know, my journey. I've, I've, uh, I experienced a lot at a very young age that shifted my awareness. And I still, now my proving is, I mean, over the last five years, my proving has become one of proving to myself as, and I, and over the, actually over my, the course of my life, it's always been self-driven everything I've accomplished, but I've, I would be lying if it, I didn't say there was validation involved in it, you know? And now, I mean, I kind of could care less what others, <laughs> <laughs> others think. I'm like, watch me beat my own drum. So um, as long as I'm not harming anybody or anything. So to my, to my younger self, I would, um, I still have a lot of getting uh, out of my own way in some degree, but I, I would have liked it. I could have gotten that out of my way a lot sooner in, in some yeah. aspects. In some aspects, I've always been out of my own way. In some aspects, not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a couple more. What do you believe will be your living legacy? Hmm. My tombstone shall... Actually, I won't have a tombstone. I will be cremated and scattered around the world. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no resting place for Carlin, okay? Um, but my legacy will be she lived her life to the fullest and everyone she met, she, she invited them to join her for the ride. Um, my... One of my gifts, I believe in myself, is I can meet anyone where they're at. Um, I, I really don't judge people. I look at people as this version of, we're, we're all aiming for the same thing. And so when we lead with love, um, we invite others to feel safe to lead with love. And I want to, I want my legacy to be that um, everyone I encountered, I just 
you know, offer them this opportunity to be themselves because that was my journey. And I know how freaking awesome it feels when you finally feel good in your own skin. And so I will leave this body because <laughs> that's what we're just all in, um, having felt good in my body. And that was, that was, a, that would be a legacy for me because that took me some time to really grasp and I'm, and, but never again will I not, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. So I had another question to finish up with, but I'm going to actually ask you probably the most deep question there is, because I think that you can handle it. Okay. Um, I've never actually asked this one before or phrased it oh, this I feel way. honored. Lay so, it on me. Yeah, I, I, just, uh, I, I just feel inspired to go here. So I don't know if you refer to kind of the larger sense of being of universe, source, energy, God, uh, Allah, whatever, whatever it is that you classify. I tend to as. use the word universe and so I use universe and source most frequently, okay. but I've nothing, okay. nothing against any other way to call it and honor it. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say you are face to face with the universe mm -hmm. or your source energy and it is, I don't know if you want to call it just, it's a, not really a time of reckoning, but it's a time of true self acknowledgement with energy and with source. And they ask you one question, who are you? I heard you asking this. The moment you said, I'm going to ask you a question, I heard I am. Those, I heard you ask it to me. This is what gets me excited. I'm like, I've got something because I can read his mind. Before Are you he reading my notes or something? Um, like <laughs> so who, who am so I? So who are you? If I'm universe and I say, Carlin, who are you? What is your answer? I am someone who um, has become the best version of myself through ex through taking on i i'm an experience junkie and that means the experience of lessons the experience of love the experience just to experience and the experience of people and i am someone who sees the connection in everything which then ultimately comes back to myself and seeing the connection of everything within my own journey and the role that I play, like every single thing that we do is something that can shift anything else around us. Um, it's interesting that you asked me this question. I know this is the video is not going to be shared, but um, I was living on the big island of Hawaii, November through February. And it's only because I lost my housing in Boulder very abruptly. Three weeks after moving in, I just sold all my furniture. I was excited to start a new chapter and no fault of anyone except for the landlord of the friend that I had moved in with gave us this 30 day notice. And rather than going into, well, I'm not gonna lie, the first 48 hours I was pissed. I was sure. freaking out. 
And then something shifted in me and I literally just put my arms out and I looked up and I go, show me what you got. Because I have no vision right now of what this is supposed to look like. I only know how I want to feel, you know, and I'm given a, a friend of mine who I haven't spoken to in 20 years. I went to high school with and after a post I did on Facebook, reached out and offered me her house and, Kona, Hawaii, if I just wanted to book a one-way flight and come out there, uh, no rent. She'd offer me a truck for the first month and just said, come here and figure it out. And I thought to myself, wait, is it, is it that easy? Do I just get to say yes to something I knew I'd been focusing on as a daydream for 10 years and how I might feel stepping into that dream? And I did it, no fear. I mean, there was a little bit of fear of the uncertainty. So the winter solstice is December 21st and it's considered the darkest day of the year. And it's also the birthday of a dear friend of mine who um, lost his life uh, about a year and a half ago. And I decided to get a tattoo that day that I wanted to see every day. And I have the words, I am tattooed on my left wrist with three dots after it. And I specifically wanted the three dots because it's this reminder to self that I am whoever I choose to be in that moment. I am, you know, the daughter and the sister. I am the facilitator. I am the girl climbing mountains. I am the runner. I am the ex, the, the ex smoker. I am all these things, all these building blocks that have brought me to who I am today. And I am going to continue evolving as who I am continue to be, but I'm only me, you know? And I think it, that's, the, that's what I would say to the universe is I understand that I have a, my own footprint, you know, and I'm, here to be and I am an expression of myself. Yes, I have the DNA, you know, yes, I have the things that could have set me back, but I am the one who turns lemons into lemonade. And it's not selfish, you know, because there was that feeling at some point, like, who am I to benefit from, you know, but I am the one that gives myself permission to benefit from. And, um, and I'm just, I am the one that loves to interject joy just wherever I go. And it's cheesy at times, you know, I get it. And, um, but I am the one that smells flowers and I am the one that will overeat because I love food too much. And I am the one that talks too much because my brain doesn't stop working. And <laughs> I am the one who, you know, would prefer to walk or ride my bike anywhere if given the opportunity, you know. I am the one that appreciates a breeze. I am the one who, you know, doesn't need to wear makeup to feel good about myself. Not that, that that's a, if anyone does, but I am just me. And um, yeah, that's a long answer, I guess. I don't know how to really sum that up, but I remind myself every day by looking at my left hand, my left wrist. I wanted it in a place I would see it every day. Yeah. And I take a lot of pictures now of my arm extended out in gratitude of whatever is around me, like the I am of I am grateful. And it's this I am grateful, like the ocean in the background, the mountains in the background, um, my feet. You know, I am having been diagnosed with MS 
So, you know, I was diagnosed with MS and both my best friends were killed in separate car accidents within 10 months of my MS diagnosis and I was 19. So I've never not had the awareness of how grateful I am to be alive and to be able to walk, you know? So I just, I, I'm someone that takes nothing for granted. So the whole time you were answering, just thinking to myself, I'm so glad we're recording this because to capture an answer like that to me is a gift. Yeah, um, I would never think, if you asked me to write that down, I'd be like, yeah. um, who am I? And probably five <laughs> minutes into the question, I'd still be thinking, who yeah. am I? But in this talking space, I'm not gonna be like, Greg, hold on, I'll be right back. Let me go Give figure it out, I'll let yeah. you know. Because <laughs> we really actually, we all know who we are, but you're right, not when actually asked it. Yeah, I, I just love the idea that given the, if this were a situation where we were doing some guided journaling to show you not just obviously the recording of, of what you spoke about, but to then hand it back to you in transcripts to say, this is, these are your words. This is what I you know. said. The exactly. vividness is just, you know, amazing. I think to go back and reflect upon as a milestone of just where you were in that moment, because I could ask you that question in three months, six months, a year, and it would be amazing to see how that answer evolves and changes. Or maybe it stays relatively the same because you, are, you now know this is who I am. Because right. that answer is, is vividly clear to me. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's even a, as you're talking, I'm thinking of things, oh, I could have said that, because I am that yeah. too. And I'm yeah. just, so you're right, it's gonna come out differently anytime you're asked that question. And, um, you know, yeah, it's really fascinating because I've been on this journey of having um, accepted labels around myself based on what I've been given at times. And I truly believe the I am journey is the letting go of the labels. Like it's right. part of our story and we are stories. Absolutely are we stories. And, um, and just wait, if you haven't had some big stories, you probably will because these are stories that actually mold us and shape us, but we're not the story. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I am grateful for you. I for, am grateful for you. For, for being a part of this. That was so incredibly powerful. And just, uh, again, I know for my listeners, you're not able to see uh, the body language and everything. She was showing me the tattoo on her, her left wrist of the I am. Uh, Maybe I'll, you know what? Maybe I'll write a blog post now that we've done this and I'll talk, I'll write about it and then we can include a link and I'll, oh, have, absolutely. A, and I'll have a picture of it. So you just inspired me. I'll do a little, I'll write a little story about my I am. I'll send you the link to the show and you can just include that in there that so people awesome. can hear your voice and talk about it. Yeah. Um, I am just, I, I am, I'm so thrilled that uh, you were a part of this because I think that you're, I, I believe everybody has a story to tell, but I think you in specific, and again, I think over the course of time that we've known each other, you have had such an amazing journey of experience and awareness of life that you do find the positivity and the joy in, in the little things. And, and I think you, you let that shine to those around you. And I know that people look to you as, as a source of positive energy and a, a source of um, uh, you know, somebody that, that really has, they have themselves figured out. And I think that that was something when you reached out to want to be on the show, it's like, without a doubt, Carlin's got to be on. I, I, 
It'd be great I to connect, but I just it's felt kind of like funny I, to hear you say I have me figured out because I'm like, oh wow, I put on a good front because <laughs> <laughs> I have me figured out to a degree, you but do. I, think I'm, I think I'm still figuring. I know myself absolutely, but God, yes. I, there's so much I'm still figuring out. So it's all that's that's part of the journey, right? It's part of the journey. Um, thank you again. I'm so glad yeah. we got to capture that and. Uh, uh, is there any way that people can reach you? I know that uh, you're you're here, there, and everywhere, yeah, so, but you seem and, to be um, settled now. Yeah, so, you know, my Instagram handle is I am Carlin Shaw. Um, of course. I know the other Carlin Shaw, actually, and she claimed it before I did, so there's... <laughs> and, um, actually, and I actually know her. It's really funny. And um, so Instagram is a great place to connect, and uh, my website, Strangers to Friends, T-O, it's in the works of getting a little revamp, but it's still a place to go check out some of the stuff I've written and learn a little bit about my passion. Um, mm -hmm. Carlinshaw.com will be up pretty sooner than later. And, um, and then there's always Facebook. So yeah. if, if you search Carlin Shaw, there will be two of us because she lives in Australia. I'm not the tall model in Australia. <laughs> I'm the other Carlin Shaw. So... <laughs> So you can find me and say hi, and uh, I keep most of my, my posts public because I want okay. to share with whoever decides they want to join my journey with me. Well, we'll have the links um, on, the, uh, uh, on the liner notes to the show. People can look for you that way. And uh, to my listeners, I'm grateful for you for participating and listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation about the This Is Me Guided Journaling Program. Uh, Carlin, again, thank you. I, I wish you all the best transcript and, and see what I said. I know. I can't <laughs> wait to show you. It's, it's like, you're going to say, I did that. I, said I know. That. Um, thank you again. And to my listeners, if you have any questions or uh, want to reach out, please reach out to me on the links that you see below joyfulliving.com. Uh, thank you again. And I look forward to sharing more stories with you on the guided vocal journaling program. Thanks, Carlin. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to Joyful Living, the podcast series. If you like the show and would like to learn more about me and Joyful Living, be sure to check out my website listed on the podcast description page, or feel free to leave a review on your podcast distributor. Join me next week as we continue our discussions on living joyfully. Thank you for listening, and as always, choose joy.